today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Maybe you have or maybe you haven't heard anything about Bitcoin. Uh, if you're a techie or if you're from the younger generation, you obviously know what this is about. Uh, it's a, it's a, a cryptocurrency that has topped uh, $11,000 in value. It hit $10,000 yesterday. However, there are concerns uh, with the cost of it rising, where it will go, and uh, who will pay the price, I guess, in the end. Let's bring in Marvin Ryder, business professor at the Group School of Business, McMaster University. He's with us now. Marvin, thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. My pleasure. And in the interest of full disclosure, I do not own any Bitcoin. Why are you not? Why didn't you tuck a few bucks into this? You never know which way it's going to go. So my bottom line is I do not like any uh, pseudo currency that does not have a central bank behind it. If I buy an American dollar, I buy a Canadian dollar, I buy a British pound, in essence, I'm buying into the economy behind that, the central bank behind that. Uh, The beautiful thing and the disappointing thing about Bitcoin is that it doesn't exist. There's no central bank. It's, It's truly why we call it a cryptocurrency. The crypto is short for cryptography. It doesn't exist. You can't actually get a coin or a, a dollar bill. They don't actually issue currency. It exists only in the world of computers. And because there's no central authority and there's no one watching over it, I think it's just too susceptible to manipulation. So I have stayed away from this like the plague. Tell everybody what it is. What is Bitcoin? So Bitcoin was created in about 2010. Um, there's a name, there's actually a Japanese-sounding name associated with it, but nobody thinks that person exists. It was created by a group of phantom, if you will, uh, uh, computer coders. Uh, they were looking for a currency that could be traded around the world without any interference from any kind of a government. Uh, the bookkeeping for this currency doesn't exist on any central server. It exists on thousands and thousands of computers around the world, each contributing a little bit of its horsepower to support Bitcoin as it goes. There are about 100,000 companies, retailers, other businesses that will accept a Bitcoin for payment, but really 80 to 90% of the people who put money into Bitcoin aren't using it as a currency or even as an exchange medium. They're just viewing it as a wonderful chance to make money. So at the start of this year, January 1st, 2017, Bitcoin was worth, quote, worth $1,000. Uh, yesterday it hit 10000 Earlier today it hit $11,000. My gosh, that's more than a 1,000% increase. If you're looking at putting your money in the bank and earning a half a percent, getting a 1,000% sure sounds pretty good. How can, mer- how can retailers, merchandisers, whatever, how do they accept this if the currency keeps fluctuating? I mean, my, mind you, it's fluctuating upward, but how long can you depend on that? Well, let, let me again break that into two chunks. It is fluctuating upward this year. But in its very brief life, on five separate occasions, it's gone the other direction and gone significantly. On five previous occasions in previous years, it's lost up to 80% of its value truly just overnight. Uh, And the question often is, what causes it to lose its value? But then the other question is, what's causing it to go up in value? And our problem is, we just don't know. Now, the most recent uh, interest in Bitcoin seems to have been spurred by the uh, political uncertainties in Zimbabwe. Now, I know that's going to strike you as really odd. Why should Zimbabwe have any impact on it? But some people who put their money into Bitcoin are looking for a safe harbor that is independent of an economy. So let's just assume you're a wealthy person in Zimbabwe, 
and you have the equivalent of millions Zimbabwean dollars, but Mugabe might be going, he could be assassinated, maybe there's going to be a coup, and oh my gosh, if all that happens, what are those Zimbabwe dollars going to be worth? Probably next to nothing. So you would put your money someplace that you can use it, regardless of what's happening locally. Now that used to be gold. So we often see during strange times people cashing in their local currency and buying gold. Mm -hmm. That drives the price of gold up. But gold is a lovely place to park money, but you can't really do anything with it. In other words, if I walk into a store with a lump of gold, I can't exactly trade it for some groceries. Today there's 100,000 retailers and other businesses that are prepared to sell you a hotel night stay as a fraction of a Bitcoin. So here they're parking their money and a lot of money in Africa because, again, there was a fear that there was going to be a... um, like a house of cards effect, Zimbabwe might go, then there might be a revolution someplace else, then another revolution. So a lot of wealthy people start buying it, and like anything, truly the law of supply and demand, there's a fixed number of yeah. these bitcoins out there. So if everyone starts to buy them, uh, the price of it shoots up the way it did. And that's what's happened here, correct? It has happened here, but again, just to give you a sense of it, Scott, um, uh, Liz, your, your, your lovely uh, mm-hmm. coordinator, producer here, called me around... 10, 30, 11 o'clock this morning, and it crossed $11,000. Right now it's trading at $10,700. You lost $400 of Bitcoin in just the last three or four hours. Now, I do like to remind people that something can go up 1,000% in a year. Let me think about this. It can go down 1,000% in a year, too. And that's another reason why I don't like it as an investment. I work too hard for my dollars. I'm not prepared to, to risk it. But you're also right. If I had bought in back at the start of this, put a whole $100 into Bitcoin, my original $100 investment would now be worth $1.6 million. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.